You're listening to the Food Freedom Podcast, hosted by me, Dylan Murphy, Registered Dietitian Nutritionist. Food Freedom Podcast explores the topics of intuitive eating, mindset, and body respect to help you create a lifestyle of lasting food freedom. We believe it's possible to feel confident in your food choices and connected to your body. And here on Food Freedom Podcast, we will show you how. I am a registered dietitian nutritionist and owner of Dylan Murphy Nutrition, a nutrition coaching practice helping women make peace with food, heal their relationship with their body, and create sustainable health habits. We welcome all foods over here, from kale salads to queso and everything in between. Let's dive in. Welcome back to Food Freedom Podcast. We are doing a mini series on our free method framework. And if you've missed episode 30, we talked about pillar one of our free method framework, which is foundations. And I highly, highly encourage you go listen to that either now, hit pause, go listen to episode 30 and come back, or listen to this one and go listen to that one after. Like I mentioned in episode 30, our free method framework is not meant to be a step one, step two, step three type of format, but more so four pillars that we take all our clients through and that all of our programs and offerings are built out of. And we have some people who may kind of follow that format in the order of our pillars, but a more so the case is we're touching on different pieces of the pillars throughout our time working together and throughout all the different programs that we offer. So to dive into today's pillar, pillar number two is restructure. And the restructure stage is where you take everything that you've tried in the past, all of the diets, the fads, the calorie counting, over-exercising, and we restructure it with evidence-based knowledge that's going to support the change you're really desiring. Because what we see so often when we're talking to clients and talking to people on Instagram is you want to be healthier. You want to prioritize your health. You want to prioritize not only your physical health, but your mental health, your emotional health, spiritual health, all of the pillars of health. But what diets do is they take you further and further and further away from that. And not only that, they lead to so much confusion and overwhelm of what is true, what is not true. So in this restructure stage, we're really wanting to pull down those barriers and help you understand what actually is true and what you individually need to prioritize your overall health. So instead of the Dr. Google diets, the influencer, the Fitspo, all the things, what we do in this restructure pillar is we educate and empower you on how to build balanced plates and really what, what the word balanced even means. Because I would say balance is one of those words that diet culture has kind of hijacked into a diety type phrase of, okay, I'm balanced. I live a balanced lifestyle. But what does that actually mean? And when we're talking about balance, we want you to know that, yes, vegetables are important, fruit is important, healthy fats, protein, all of that is important. But if we're truly living a balanced lifestyle, we're making space for things that we love. Queso, margaritas, maybe I'm talking about myself, (laughs) ice cream, brownies, whatever it may be, 
a balanced lifestyle includes all of that. And it doesn't mean, oh, okay, I've earned this. I've eaten quote unquote so clean this week. So now I can have pizza on Friday or now I can go out to happy hour with friends. No, a balanced lifestyle means whether it's Tuesday, whether it's Friday, whether it's Sunday, whatever day of the week, whatever has gone on in that week, you can still eat whatever food sounds good to you and whatever food your body is craving. So at the end of that, it means you don't have to do anything to earn or compensate for your food choices. We were all born with intuitive instincts of how to feed our body, knowing when we're hungry and knowing when we're full and knowing, okay, if I eat a whole gallon of ice cream, that's probably going to make my stomach hurt. But dieting takes us away from that. Diets feed us this overarching message that our body can't be trusted. And then instead we need to trust the diets. We need to trust my fitness pal. We need to trust counting points. So many people make the mistake of trying to eat healthier by cutting out food groups that they consider quote unquote bad. But like we've talked about before on this podcast, when we cut out food, we're setting ourselves up to binge on that food later on. And this is what we refer to as the restrict binge cycle of, okay, you have maybe a weekend or if you're listening to this in real time, we're in the middle of the holiday season. So maybe you have, you're celebrating Hanukkah, you celebrated Thanksgiving, Christmas, whatever holiday it may be for you. And at the end of that, you're like, oh my gosh, I ever did it. Got a diet starts Monday kind of mindset. Diet starts tomorrow. So you go on some sort of diet, whether it's an actual diet or maybe it's kind of your own made up one of like, okay, I'm just going to cut calories this week or I'm not going to eat breakfast or whatever the diet you create may be. It'll work for a little bit, but then you start to feel deprived. You start to feel these cravings come up and these desires to have foods that you love that you're not letting yourself have. And eventually you're going to have them. Spoiler alert. (laughs) So you eat them. You eat the foods that have been off limits that you said weren't allowed on your diet. And then you feel guilty and you feel shame. So maybe that first leads to, okay, whatever. I blew the diet, so I might as well just the rest of the weekend is a wash. And then it starts back over because you blame yourself. You think you don't have enough willpower. You think you didn't try hard enough. And that cycle continues and continues. And so in this restructure stage, one of our biggest goals is to help you get off of that hamster wheel of the restrict binge cycle for good so that you can know when you're choosing certain foods, when you're choosing certain to say yes to certain foods and choosing to say no to certain foods, your mindset's in the right place. You're saying no because it doesn't sound good or you're full or you're not in the mood for that food versus saying no because you feel like it's bad or it's not quote unquote healthy. So restructuring your thoughts entails replacing what you thought to be true with what is actually true. We're going to challenge food rules and incorporate, again, that word balance into your life. So we talk about this in the form of power picks, which is the four main food groups that really our body needs every day. They're important. They're great. They have a lot of benefits, and we're going to dive into it in a minute. And when we eat according to these power picks, it ensures that our body is functioning properly, that we don't have some blood sugar crash at 10 p.m. where then we eat the whole pantry because we're so hungry. And let me stress this here. 
loud and clear, all bold, all caps kind of stress. <laughs> the power picks are not a food rule. So when I'm talking about these four food groups that we love and we talk about a lot at Free Method Nutrition, I'm not saying that every meal has to have all four of these. I'm also not saying that every meal has to have some perfect little structure of how they look on their plate. The power picks are merely meant to empower you and your food decisions with the knowledge to navigate the diet nonsense. So in knowing these four food groups, one of which, spoiler alert again, is carbs, that can help you filter any of your dieting decisions through that. So, okay, I'm thinking of going on this keto diet, but I know that my body needs carbs. So would the keto diet align with truly prioritizing my health? If I know carbs give my body energy, that carbs are like gasoline if my body is a car, then the keto diet doesn't align with my health because it's taking away my main energy source. So that's the kind of knowledge that we want the power picks, power picks to instill in you. So let's dive into the power pick. So the first is protein. Protein is super important for building and repairing muscle. Protein is also very helpful in developing various hormones and neurotransmitters. It helps us regulate our blood sugar and helps us stay full longer. Some examples of protein are going to be any type of meat, poultry, fish, red meat, also beans, tofu, nuts, yogurts, cheese, the list kind of goes on. Fat is another power pick. Fat is very important for helping our body absorb certain vitamins and minerals. So there's certain vitamins and minerals in specifically fruits and vegetables that we consume that are called fat-soluble vitamins. This means that these vitamins can only be absorbed in the presence of fat. So if we're having broccoli, but we're trying to be quote unquote healthy by not adding fat like olive oil, avocado oil, any sort of oil with that broccoli to let's say saute it or roast it in the oven, we're just leaving it without any sort of fat. There's vitamins and minerals in that broccoli that we're not going to be able to absorb. Fat also like protein helps us stay full longer, helps slow down our digestion. So some examples of fat are nut butters, avocado, oil, nuts, hummus, seeds, cheese, and again, the list goes on for that. So the third power pick is fiber. So fiber, really king or queen <laughs> of all of the ones that I've mentioned as far as regulating our hunger and our fullness is fiber. Fiber helps us to stay full longer. And really what that is, is it's helping balance out our blood sugar. So to talk about this in the form of, let's say, a roller coaster for example. So if we eat a carb by itself, let's say chips, crackers, bread, something like that, that isn't super packed with fiber, unless it's like a whole grain, whole wheat type of carb. If we're just kind of having a plain old carb, the way our body's going to process that is it, it digests it pretty quickly. It doesn't take much to digest carbs. So what happens is our blood sugar spikes, kind of like you know going up a roller coaster, but then it also drops back down pretty quickly. So that's why sometimes you may notice, okay, I literally just ate 30 minutes ago, but now I'm hungry again. But when you look at what you ate, you see, oh, well, all I had was like some crackers, some chips. No wonder I'm still hungry. So when we add in, whether it's fiber, protein, fat, 
what that does is it helps prevent that roller coaster effect. And more so, it's just kind of like a steady flow where it's natural for our blood sugar to rise after we eat, but it just steadily increases and steadily decreases. So we don't hit that intense sense of hunger again soon after a meal. So examples of fiber. So fiber and carbs are really one and the same, but there's carbs that don't have fiber in it, if that makes sense. So fiber would be whole wheat bread, whole wheat pasta, brown rice, fruits, vegetables, beans, nuts. So then to talk on carbs, the fourth power pick. And really, like I mentioned, fiber and carbs can kind of be one and the same, but I really like to give carbs their own spotlight because diet culture loves to hate on carbs. And I just want to make sure that carbs get their time to shine because they're great. (laughs) Like I mentioned earlier, carbs is our body's main source of energy. So just going throughout our day-to-day activities, even if we're not doing any sort of exercise or working out that day, our bodies need carbs. Our brain uses carbs. Our When we're breathing, when our heart's beating, when we're going around the day running errands, carbs, like I mentioned, is literally like gasoline for our body. So examples of carbs would be what I mentioned in the fiber category, and then also potatoes, corn, bean, grains, rice, pasta, oats. And so when the Power picks appear on your plate. There's really no perfect outline. There may be times when you eat and they all kind of take up a third and fat is kind of found throughout. So maybe you have a salad that has a vinaigrette dressing on it and you have some sort of protein, let's say chicken, and then you have some sort of carb like pasta or rice. And then there may be times where it's a fourth of your plate, fourth of your plate and half. And again, there may be times where there's a whole power pick not there. And that is okay. The biggest takeaway I want you to take from this episode is reminding yourself that these power picks are not a diet. Not all meals will have all the power picks present, but that knowing these power picks, knowledge is power, knowing these power picks helps you to make informed decisions of what works best for your individual body. Thank you so much for listening to our show. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Food Freedom Podcast. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Free Method Nutrition for more inspiring content on food freedom, intuitive eating, body respect, and many other things. If you're curious how you can support our podcast and help it to reach more people like you, we would love if you would take a minute to rate and review the show. We drop new episodes every Tuesday, so make sure you subscribe so you always catch our latest conversations. See you next episode.